0: All of the food we eat and much of the clothing we wear comes from plants and animals that are raised on farms. Farms are different in type, in size, and even in name. everybody. Before we get this episode started, I just want to say thank you for tuning in and supporting the brand. Over the last few years, as you guys know, I started a business called Farmer Grade. It's a direct-to-consumer meat business focused on the story between the farms, the farmers, and the butcher shop. And uh, we are trying to bring meat to the marketplace that you can actually trust. We we partner with the most well-known livestock farmers in the entire United States that have social media following so you can follow along and see what they're doing on their day-to-day lives and day-to-day processes on their farm. We are actually running a 10% off uh, discount sale right now for all our pork boxes in honor of it being porktober. So All our pork boxes on farmergrade.com right now are 10% off. We got a pork box that's 10 to 12 pounds with some roast, some bacon, some sausage, some pork chops. We got another one that's just bacon and breakfast sausage. We got an all-American rib box, all for sale that you can get 10% off. So head over to farmergrade.com if you're interested. Go get get that sale. Take advantage. It's only going to last until the 31st. So if you're interested, go grab one. And with that being said, guys, we appreciate it. Let's get into the episode. Welcome to Barn Talk. What happens at the barn stays in the barn, but not today. We're going to let it all out for you guys. Today is going to be a Barn Talk Hot Topics episode. A lot of crazy crap going around the world right now. Going on around the world right now. A lot of war mongering. You guys know Middle East conflict. We got Russia-Ukraine conflict. We got China and Taiwan Kind of a heated conflict maybe starting over there. So we're going to talk about all our thoughts on that. But before we get into it, you guys know the drill. Pay the fee. If you get any value from the show, share it out with friends, family, coworkers, employees, team members, whoever. The more that you guys share this show, the more it's going to grow, the better guests we can get on, the better content we can make. It's a win-win for everybody. and It's kind of the ticket to admission to watch or listen to the show. Feel free to also leave a review on Spotify or Apple. Uh, We're doing a raffle, and we're giving away free pork from our farm. So if you submit a review on Spotify or Apple and send it to us at barntalkshow at gmail.com, you'll be putting a raffle, and we're going to announce it next month on the show on the winner, and you're going to get sent a 10 to 12-pound pork box from the pork from our farm. So submit your reviews. And you can also submit your questions for our Barn Talk QA episodes at Barntalkshow at gmail.com as well. That's where you can submit the questions and we'll get the answers for them and answer them on the on the show. So uh, we're we're officially done with harvest. So thank the Lord for that. It was a good good harvest this year. It was a little bit longer than normal. Uh, we did a few more acres than we did previous years, but it was good team. We we had a good crew doing it and it was a lot of fun but i'm glad that it's over so we can get back to being on point with our podcast schedule
1: and it'll be it'll be good so is the is the raffle open to uh family and employees of farmer grade inc (sighs) yeah you can you can try to throw your name in the hat but i'll probably if i did pull your name i'd probably throw it in the trash maybe i use an alias yeah uh in these uncertain times having a freezer full of pork is a comforting thing and an alias name too. true that might be handy that's i was uh so stressed out after working on the uh podcast outline that when we went to the grocery store i bought 12 extra cans of bush's baked beans just to that's just to when you know it.
0: it's getting a little crazy yeah. out here that's things go south good to have a few
1: extra cans of baked beans
0: not only for eating but to throw at people too yeah
1: those cans are ready. <laughs> <laughs> that's right if you get down to that if can, you get down it's hand to hand and the government's <laughs> taking your weapon there's always you can though if you get somebody if you get somebody with them tall cans of the bushes baked beans it's like a stun grenade yeah it's well i it, they're not concussion. recovering from that that's out we, they're yeah done. i, they're I down see some stars
0: couch. yep so good i enough. agree
1: yeah uh
0: Market update. Well, that's why they've gone up in value so much. They, have. they are they are consumable, but they also can be
1: used as self defense. Weapons. Don't let anybody know that. they will be a. That's why they're up. It. Before long, you're only going to be able to get them in like an eight ounce can. Yeah, it's too dangerous to have the twenty eight. We're going to start
0: the trend of when remember COVID and all the toilet paper is gone.
1: There's going to be a baked bean shortage <laughs> after listening to this episode. Uh, it could happen I don't have the I don't have the commodity update on the baked bean market but I do know <laughs> that you used to be able to get them on sale for 99 cents and now uh, they had them on sale for $1.99. but they're usually 249 or 269 or they may even be three dollars it's it's rough out there that grocery bill uh, uh, Trish and I when we go to the store together uh, we do a over under we try to guess what our grocery bill is. And, uh, usually we always guess low for some reason. So, uh, today's market update courtesy of the fine people at cat's grain in Washington, Iowa. Uh, if you, if you are trying to come up with your marketing decision and you either want somebody to tell you what to do or to just pat you on the back and say, yep, that sounds like a damn good idea. Call John at cat's cat's grain. He can help you out. Um, December corn 494, and that was pretty current. This is about the most current update we've had in a long time because I just got it before I came over there. Uh, that was down a penny uh, locally, 476, and ADM in Cedar Rapids has the hot bid at 494, and that's good from the 23rd to the 27th. If you'd like to go up and uh, sleep in line, because I'm sure the line will be very long, and with that same. Uh, token beans 1292 for November contract. Burlington has 1280, but Cargill and Cedar Rapids has 1320, and uh, that's a hot bid. Once again, you're probably going to be sleeping in your truck. Wheat 585, bean meal 420 a ton. The hog market is an absolute train wreck. Uh, December contract for hogs 66. dollars To put that in perspective, uh, the cost to produce a pound of pork is probably. I mean, it varies a lot by what your input costs are, whether your buildings are paid for, whether you're feeding your own corn, whatever, but uh, Iowa State thinks it's around $85 a hundredweight, and you got to go all the way till May, as far as futures go, to where you get a price that will even get you to break even. Wieners, uh, wiener pigs, so 15, 20-pound wiener pigs, are around $24 right now on the market, and the cost to make that pig is about forty three. So if you or a guy has a sow unit, and you've been selling wiener pigs, your pain is very high, very high. It's not a good time in the in the hog business, and it does not want to doesn't want to improve. So, hey, buy a pork box. More pork boxes we can sell, more more pork goes. Hopefully, we help the market a little bit. Uh, cattle one eighty four feeder cattle. Two hundred and forty-two dollars. Uh, Bitcoin hit thirty thousand. I've only had Bitcoin on here. I don't know how long it's been since it hit thirty thousand. It's been a while. Tesla's two hundred eleven dollars. I'd be a buyer of Tesla stock at two hundred eleven dollars. Uh, gold nineteen hundred ninety-one dollars. Headed up. A lot of uncertainty in the world, so gold bugs are coming out. Silver twenty-one forty. There you go. Is Bitcoin up much? It's been floating around twenty seven thousand for a long time. Finally Hmm. got to thirty. Well, got a long ways to go to be the dominant, (laughs) dominant store of value in the world. Yeah, it does have a little bit to go. I I just thought about
0: what you said about gold, and I figured that Bitcoin would have probably went up a little bit too.
1: Well, I think all the markets are suffering from the fact that there's a lot of uh, retired people in this country that now can get a decent return on a CD or government bond. So there's a lot of money that is not going to be invested in speculative trades because why would you if you got enough money saved up just go buy t-bills mm. i mean if you think the, i mean because the government would never go bankrupt that would never happen i mean 33 trillion 35 trillion it's no who's business. to keep it score i mean we own the printing press just make more money and and <laughs> if we go to a digital currency we don't even need we won't even have to spend the money on the power to run the printing press you just print it out of thin air so that's actually more efficient. That'll save us money. We can print more money. The government will have even more control. Hey, they're here to help. Oh yeah. They're here to help. They before care we,
0: about you. Before we get into the hot, hot topics we got on here, I've seen some comments of people, and this happens every so once and every once in a while when we get more people listening to the show or watching the show. You know, people say, Stick to farming, stick to business, stick to it, stick to ag. Stop talking about politics. And every once in a while I like to just Remind you guys that one, this is our show and we want to talk about what we want to talk about. We like to talk about politics. We like to talk about what's going on in the world because it spices it up and there's always something going on in the world. We like to give our thoughts on it. But two, if we don't talk about politics and talk about what's going on in the world and have a real discussion about it and we just keep letting what's been happening continue to happen and nobody talks about it. We're going to be sheep just led to fall off the cliff because if, if the economy's terrible, our government's controlling, they're, we're, they're taxing us to the living hell, and we don't discuss these things and bring them up and talk about it, you might not be able to farm. You might not be, have a farm business. You might not have a family farm. You might not be a small business owner anymore. You might not be able to make it like we used to make it and be the amazing country that America has been for so long because we just, we don't talk about shit. And it's, it's, you know, you got to be, everyone's trying to be political correct. Fuck political correct. That's, we've been doing that for so long. Look where it's got us. Nobody talks about anything because they don't want to get canceled. Nobody wants to say how they really feel because they're going to, they're afraid they're going to piss off their family members or their friends or Whatever, fuck that. We don't care. We're gonna talk about what we think is important because we gotta. If we, if you're gonna have a business, if you're gonna have a farm, you gotta have a country, and you gotta have a stable country. And right now, we're not very stable. And if we don't talk about these things, it could get a lot worse. And there's no point about talking about farming or business because you won't even be able to have one. So, that's my two cents. What well, very passionate. That's just a little this. reminder. So, if you don't like our politics, episodes, just click off and go watch another one. But we find that it's important to
1: talk about both for those reasons that I talked about just and now. as we've said many times, you definitely do not have to agree with us. And our goal is not to convince you that we are right. And Lord knows we probably aren't right. And today is a prime example where I hope I am not right. But if nothing else, I hope that the conversations that we have on Barn Talk sparks a little interest in your mind that you should go read about if you're a person that do not you do not want to know anything about what's going on in the world and just live in a bubble and get up in the morning and just say, hey, everything's great. More power to you. And I used to be kind of that person, but I can't. And it's like once you wake up, you really can't you can't just lull yourself into whatever. So if nothing else, I hope that it stimulates you to do your own research. If I piss you off enough that you say, boy, he is so wrong and I'm going to tell him why he's wrong and I'm going to send him an email and you go do your digging to prove that I'm wrong, that I'm happy about that because if I'm wrong, that's great. Go figure it out for yourself and find your own truth and know it. And if you are confident in that, then I think we've succeeded because that's what we want. We want people to do their own research, come to their own conclusion, and find their own truth about whatever we're talking about, whether we're talking about uh, what brand of tractor you should have or whether we're talking about if the United States government is going to hell in a handbasket, whatever it is. Do your own, think for yourself, be your own person, and don't listen, definitely don't listen to the the people that just feed you the same garble all the time and just expect that well, that, yeah, that you're going right. to go along with it. Right. Do the your own the moral of the story is to think. Yes. we got to start
0: thinking, and we got to start thinking a little bit more than we have been in the past yeah. and start looking at things differently because just going along with what they've told us for however long they've been doing that, it's not serving us very well. And the evidence is laid out right on the table for us all to see. So, what we got to do as Americans is think and really talk with one another and figure things out. Because, like I said, it's just, we're not in a fantastic place by any means. So, that's all I'll say is just think,
1: think, 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 think. So, let's get into it. Dad, go ahead. Okay. So, the hot topic of the day. Uh, obviously, is Israel and the Gaza Strip and the Middle East and the mess there. And um, I guess just to get you up to speed, if you have been under a rock, uh, like two weeks ago, uh, Hamas fighters, terrorists, uh, managed to get over the border into Israel. And I think they killed around 1,000 people, over 1,000 people. They took a bunch of people hostage, uh, over 100 people. And uh, really caught the Israelis with their pants down. So we're going to talk about some things that have happened that just don't add up. And this is a good place to to start. Because, arguably, the Israelis have one of the best intelligence operations in the world. Hands down. They have one of the most secure borders in the world around Gaza. Pretty
0: sure they call it the Iron Dome.
1: Well, and it's protected by the Iron Dome because they get an awful lot of people trying to shoot rockets into the country and, and drones and everything else, and they have... The, some people will say that the Iron Dome technology is superior to the United States Patriot Missile uh, System. Uh, I don't know that, but it's it works damn well. But even the Egyptians, who are not great friends with the Israelis, but they share a border together... They were telling the Israelis as much as two weeks before this happened that, yeah, uh, something's going on. There's some shit. We're hearing a lot of chatter. Anyway, the Israelis, when this is all said and done, if it is all said and done, I'm pretty sure that the political party that's in power will no longer be in power over this because somebody's going to start asking questions as to how this was allowed to happen because... If they had their ducks in a row, it probably should have never happened, and we'll talk about that a little bit later, but that was the start of it, and then Israel started—they cut off the power, they cut off the water, they cut off all the aid going into the Gaza Strip, and they are systematically bombing anything that they can get intelligence on that is linked to Hamas. There is a shitload of Palestinians, innocent people, that are caught in this deal because— the only border other than with Israel, the Gaza Strip borders, is Egypt, and this is interesting, and I didn't know this, but the Egyptians have no love for the Palestinians. They closed the border, and they said, mm, no, we're not letting anybody in, and they didn't let any aid in. The only reason that today there is aid going into the Gaza Strip is because Your uncle Joe Biden went over there and pressured the Egyptians to let aid in. But the one one country that probably has less love for the Palestinians than Israel is Egypt. And Egypt controlled the Gaza Strip from 1949 till 1971. So after the Seven Day War, when Israel pretty much kicked their neighbor their Arab neighbors' asses after they had been invaded by them. Uh, when it all the dust settled the Gaza Strip was like a colony of Egypt and they oversaw the security of it And guess what the Palestinians have been meddling in Egyptian politics and trying to overthrow the government of Egypt a few times so the Egypt the Egyptians have no love for them. That's why that border stayed closed, and that's why these people, there's a lot of innocent people that are trapped, and it's a it's a shit show. It ain't good. But the Israelis have made the decision that they are going, they're going to root this out. The sad part is probably what's going to happen is they are going to kill a lot of people, some of them innocent, and eventually they'll have to go back home. And then a whole new generation of terrorists are going to grow up after seeing what happened to their fathers or their grandfathers. And in 20 or 30 years, you're going to repeat this whole process. Because I don't know what the answer is, but I know that this usually, usually this doesn't fix anything. Um, Typically in the Middle East, no. (laughs) Yes. And, And that's the other thing. And I guess... What I wanted to what I wanted to talk about was there are so many parties involved in this that all have their own motivations for what they're doing. So a lot of people talk about Iran and Iran gives funding to Hamas. And Iran gives funding to Hezbollah which is in the north. So if you think about, you know, the Egyptian side, southern part of the country, you have Hamas that operates in the Gaza Strip. In the northern part of the country, you have Lebanon, and Lebanon is barely a country. It's been in civil war for I don't know how long, and it's very fractioned. And Hezbollah is the leading political party there. However, they're not the only one. And their sworn goal is death to Israel, death to all the Jews, as is Hamas. Terrorist group. Terrorist group. Both of them are funded by Iran. However, the Iranians are Persian Muslims. Hezbollah and Hamas Hamas are Sunni Muslims. As far as Iran, the purists of Iran, the Ayatollahs, to them, Sunnis are an abomination, just like the Saudis, because the Saudis aren't Persian Muslims either. So you get into all this... There's just a lot of politics involved in this, and the long story short on it is, Iran is more than happy to give them money, but they're also more than happy whether they live or die because in their eyes they're expendable. And if it makes the US work if it makes the US look bad and you kill a lot of Jews, yeah, it, if it makes the US or Israel look bad. Yeah, it's a it's a good deal for Iran, but they're not they're not interested in taking. They're not interested in taking any of the Palestinians in, and they're not the Palestinians' friends. It's more of a deal that the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Um, and so you got you got Egypt, you got Syria, you got Jordan, and you got Lebanon. And Egypt is by far the country that's in the best shape around them, and Egypt wants nothing to do with this. Jordan doesn't want anything to do with it. Lebanon and Syria are your two hot buttons series in the middle of a civil war mostly in the north and it's the idea that this is going to end in world war three i think there's some people that are pushing that and we're going to talk about it but to say that that's a foregone conclusion there is a lot of things that would have to happen because a lot of the players that are in there really have no interest in in pushing that button um But it is a mess, and the U.S. has got two carrier groups in there, and you can bet your ass that there are SEAL teams probably on the ground in Israel prepping for if they find the American hostages that are held, because there are Americans being held in Gaza um, that were taken hostage, and the U.S. will try to get them out. And so at some point, if they get intelligence you can bet your ass that there'll be seals in there. Now, you won't ever hear about it. Maybe you'll hear about it when it's done. Uh, And if it goes badly, you probably won't hear about it at all. But um, I don't know. The idea of American boots on the ground, I I don't think. I think the U.S. doesn't want to go that far. However, Mm. they want to give them aid.
0: I think there's certain people that would want nothing more than to put boots on the ground and have the war machine turn out what they're turning out as far as money and creating, you know, military-industrial complex. There's money to be made there when we go to war. But at the same time, I think there's some people that look at the state of our country. I hope there's some politicians that look at the state of our country and go, yeah, it's probably not the best time to go to war or put boots on the ground. I would think. I would hope. Um, But I think that there's a potential possibility, like you said before we got the – before we got on the show, that we could be fighting another proxy war like we are with Ukraine and Russia, which that's not as bad as boots on the ground, but it's still we're giving aid to another another country, you know, Israel. And then you got the Taiwan-China thing, you know, that's heating up. So who knows what's going to happen there. Um, but ultimately, I am on the stance of no, – I'm not picking a side, and I think – you see the the new <sighs> free Palestine or I'm on team is Israel or whatever, and it's just like the black square thing with George Floyd. It's just like every other fucking social bullshit that goes on in this country, where people just do shit for attention and put it on social media like they're acting like they're actively fucking doing something about it. And it's just bullshit. Innocent people are dying. War is never good. Yeah, there's some bad people in both of those countries that are, or the Gaza Strip and Israel that are fighting. And, you know, people are dying and innocent people are dying. And that's terrible. And I, I don't condone that anywhere, but I just, I hate this movement in American culture now. And maybe it's just everywhere, but everybody has to take a side. Everybody has to take a stand. Everybody wants to do Everybody wants clicks, you know. There was a what was there was a group. It was like trans for Palestine, you know. And they 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 made a whole march, or they did a movement or a protest and put it online. And it's just like that guy's got to know that you they know would get, you know, you'd be murdered in the streets and probably beheaded if you were to ever go there with that with what's on your shirt t shirt right now. But it's just all about. Clicks and publicity and getting the the views and the likes. And that's kind of what social media... That's kind of one of the bad things about social media nowadays. But I'm, I'm in the belief we got to do what's best for us right now in America. We got to be American first. Yeah, there's some crazy shit going on everywhere else. But if we're not stable here and we're not at our best here, how are we going to be at our best for everybody else? And if the American people are... You know the border's been an absolute mess. All this conflict is heating up around the world. You know, people are just uneasy in this country. The economy have tr- no money. We have no money. They all the all the soldiers that didn't want to get vaccinated got kicked out of the military. We got fucking trans generals and fucking trans sergeants running the military getting the high level of the military. We're fucking promoting weakness everywhere. Weak men everywhere. We don't got any money. We sent all our weapons, and not all of our weapons, but a lot of weapons to Ukraine, a lot of money to Ukraine.
1: Now we want to send it to Israel.
0: Want to send it to Israel? Southern border has been wide open for the whole time Biden's been been in office, and God knows how many Hamas or Hezbollah terrorists have come over the border. Or fill in the blank. Or fill in the blank. I mean, whatever whatever you want to say. Yeah, and it's it's a lot of people have been saying for a long time you know there's a lot of middle-aged uh military military-aged aged men yeah military age I see, keep saying middle age military age males coming across the border southern border and they've been saying that for months to maybe even a a year now they're seeing a lot of that activity happening and it's really odd that not a lot of women and children are coming across the border you know and so it's just it's just worrisome and where i stand on it is I really don't want to put boots on the ground. I really don't want to go do another Iraq-Afghanistan deal where we did that conflict for however many two decades and nothing, nothing really got accomplished at the end of the day. We left all our shit there, got out of there, did a terrible job of getting out of there, and we had a lot of American men and women die. And It's not for nothing, but to them, they probably do feel like it's for nothing. Yep. You know, we don't need that shit again. We don't need to spend trillions of dollars fighting somebody else's fight yep. and sacrificing our men and children's lives for for fucking what? Yeah. For fucking
1: what? It's bullshit. I think it's very interesting that as soon as the Israeli conflict started, the media the media just rolled up so fast. And what I think is interesting that I've watched is you have Joe Biden who has come out, and I'll give him a little bit of credit, that he's been consistent, which they must have upped his Adderall. He's got a nutsack as a chin now. (laughs) He has been consistently supportive of Israel. But what I think is funny is you have a media machine that is not supportive of Israel. If you look at CNN and MSNBC, they were foaming at the mouth when there was a parking lot next to a hospital that blew up because Hamas had a had a uh, a bomb that went off or was misfired and it blew up this parking lot, and they were. You had members, you had members of the United States government, elected officials, that were the day a full day after it was revealed that it was not Israel that did this, it was Hamas. They were still claiming that it was Israel. And now of course they were Muslim. They were an elected official that were Muslim, so they hate Israel, so they were gonna push it as far as they could. But the media was all over that too. I mean they so badly are anti-Semitic. But your president that you've put up on a pillar, he is standing with Israel, and I just think that's really curious. But the whole thing, the media is fully on board, pushing for... Free Palestine. For free Palestine, but also pushing war. Yeah. They're pushing this. And... um. There was a bill, we might be jumping ahead a little bit, but there was a bill that was introduced uh, in Congress to fund the war in Israel or the, the war in Ukraine, aid to Israel, 110, million, $110 billion dollars, 100 of it going to Ukraine, 10 of it going to Israel. However, interesting, the Republicans who are doing a piss poor job, piss poor job, they, they spent the last two weeks fucking around because they couldn't elect a speaker and in the midst of that there was a bill that was before them for uh, funding for the border and for building the wall and it was voted down they couldn't agree there are a lot of soft ass fucking people at every level of and this America is the Senate right and the government
0: Republicans are control the Senate right or they have a majority the house or the house I think
1: the house you sure. I don't know. I don't know. One don't, of them. One care. of them. One side of Congress. <laughs> but, um, so now they've slipped border funding into this bill that a lot of people don't want to support, but they're going to sell it. They're going to sell it as, well, you want to get funding for the border? Well, then you better fund sending 110, vote. Million, $110 billion dollars overseas. And it's shit like that. It just infuriates me. It's, what
0: infuri- infuriates me about all that is, it's the bills aren't being written. It's not American first. No. Why is it? Why is it our border? The only way we can get funding for the border to secure it up is if we send billions of dollars to other countries for aid. Why is it? Why is it that way? Why isn't it the other way? Why aren't we thinking? Okay, it's a crazy time right now. Our border has been wide open for years. We better secure this thing up a little bit better than we do right now because a lot of shit's going down everywhere else. And I don't know, there's some arrogance in this. Seems logical. Yeah, seems pretty logical to me. There's some There's some arrogance in the United States that I think we've been always saying is, oh, American can never get invaded. It's impossible. It's impossible. We have it'll the, never happen. It'll either. never happen. It'll never happen. We have the most armed citizenry in the entire world. And I agree to that. But I mean if you let the fucking border wide open and you don't give a shit and we got our pants down and we're worried about everybody else's problems, I mean I guess you could maybe have a conflict happen. My biggest fear is this. I think there's some people that don't want war to put and they want to fight a proxy war just like we are with Ukraine and Russia and we're going to we're going to give aid to Israel and do that and we're not going to actually put boots on the ground very much. Great. There's also a side of people that want to fucking put boots on the ground. They want to get the military industrial complex machine fucking rolling, make some money, send our boys over there, send our women over there. And I worry that we're going to have another situation like we did with 9-11 happen in this country where we've had the southern border open and there's going to be some terrorist attacks happening in the United States. And one might be just as big or... There might be a few smaller ones that happen uh, across the United States and it's going to that fucking drum, that war drum is just going to pound and pound and pound and pound and try to get the American people riled up. Say, we got to go. We got to go to war. We got to go take out Hamas. We got to take out Hezbollah. We got to do it. We got to get over there and we're going to have the same fucking shit happen that we did with 9-11. We're going to fucking go over there.
1: Well, for what? Here's where it gets interesting. Because as as it stands today, I don't think there's much of any chance that you're going to see boots on the ground in the Middle East. However, Israel came out yesterday, and they made the statement that if Hezbollah attacks them out of Lebanon on the northern part of their country, they said that they they will... hold it, Iran accountable, they will take the fight to Iran and, quote, cut the head off the snake. In other words, they're, they're saying that any aggression by Hezbollah out of Lebanon is going to be taken as an attack from Iran, and if that happens, they're going to attack Iran. Okay, well, if you do that, then all bets are off. And if you were going to attack Iran— the fastest, easiest way to cripple that country is to attack their oil infrastructure. And I did not know this, but just about all the oil that gets exported out of Iran flows to a little island. uh, Would it be in the Suez, off of the Suez Canal, in the Gulf, I would think. I guess I don't know exactly sure where it's at, but that's their main uh tanker loading facility so all the oil that they export goes off of that well if you're israel or if you're going to proxy it through if you're the united states you're going to proxy it through israel you throw enough cruise missiles at that and you've pretty much wiped out their oil exports which in turn limits uh funding however that is the sort of thing that could touch could touch off a A world war pretty easy. I I mean, it just depends on who all would get involved, but it's definitely a step in the wrong direction. However, if that doesn't happen and you've got Israel fighting a proxy war in the north and the south and then mess around with Iran and we have a terrorist act on American soil... And almost instantaneously, it is going to be traced back to whoever we want. I shouldn't say that. I just don't trust my government. If that attack is traced back to a terror cell linked to Iran, then all bets are off because it's exactly what you said. The, the drum's going to start drumming, and it's going to be, we got to go over there we got to fix this. We got to put boots on the ground and from there it's a slippery slope. My thing with it is though, I don't
0: think it's going to be like 9/11 was because I think now people are so jaded. they they are so jaded and don't trust the government. A lot of people aren't trusting the shit that they're saying and I don't feel like it was like I wasn't I wasn't old enough to know. But yeah. it sounds like in 2000, 2001 it was what your government kind of told you is kind of what you did, and there was no really social media, and you kind of just took their word for it, and it was great and whatever. And like, a terrorist attack happened, we're going over there, and it was like one of the most patriotic times in America. Fucking everybody's fly- flying American flags. We're gonna get revenge. It's gonna be great. It was, and then and it was, it and me. it was actually, you know, I've looked back and seen videos. Like I remember, like it was, it was a cool time to actually see America
1: come together and be united. And it lasted long enough for us to get involved and then pass the Patriot Act and start spying on everybody yeah. in the country. And then that very quickly went away. Yeah. So but you're right. It it was. We it was all woke up and said, All right, we need to put our shit aside and come together. Well look at Junior. Yes, Junior. We just had him example. on the
0: podcast. He was working at Porkmore with you. He saw that. He said, "I'm fucking going over there." And yep. there was a lot of guys like that. They were oh. like, "Fuck this! We're getting revenge. We're going over there, and we're gonna eat. we're gonna stomp. We're gonna fix it. We're gonna stomp a mud hole in their ass." Is how it kind of was. Yep. This time around, mm, I I just don't know. To me yeah. personally, if that happens, I don't feel like I'm going to be up to just sign up and go over there because I don't feel like it's really our fight. What we've seen the last two decades with what happened in the Middle East when we went over there before, not shit, much shit happened, not much shit changed. We're not putting ourselves first here. Out of all the problems that we have here in America, going and fighting a war, I don't think it should be on a huge, on our top 10 priority list. Right. And and then, I, don't, I, I don't really trust that the government's putting us in their best position to if to go over there and fight. I just don't think it's
1: trust. That is the single. That is the biggest thing in my mind. That is the biggest thing that has changed. If you want to go from 2011 to 2023, the biggest thing that 11 I think or has one? changed. 2001 I mean, or 11? Uh, it was 2001. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But the biggest thing that's changed, I'm old, I can't keep, like it doesn't seem like it should be that long ago, but it has been. Um, The biggest thing to me that has changed in America when I think about government is trust. I don't feel like, I feel like a majority of people today Back up. I feel like a majority of people 20 years ago, if you did a poll, the majority would have trusted the government to do the right thing. The majority of people would have said they believe the government had their best interests in mind. If you took that poll today, and I know there's polls out there, it that's totally flipped. Most people don't trust the government. They don't trust their their uh, elected officials. They don't believe the government cares about them, and they don't believe the government is telling the truth. Blanket. Like, blanket. Not, are they telling the truth about this, or are they telling the truth about that? Blanket. Anything that they say to you, "Mm, I don't know if it's true or not. I don't trust it. So, when they come to you after something like that happens and say, these are the people responsible... This is what we're going to do. This is why we're going to do it. This is how we're going to do it. I think they're going to have... I don't think the support is going to be there for the reasons that you said. There's so many problems we have here, and our government hasn't even been able to take care of our cities. Do you know how many people are dying in the, in the 10 biggest cities in America from violence every day? And we've defunded the police. We have... Drugs run rampant. We have taken groups that their best interest is in making America weaker and we've empowered them and we've taken away power from the people that want to protect us plus we've we've caused enough distrust that people people don't have hope and you want us to take and send our blood, our treasure overseas in another foreign war. I don't.
0: Not a lot a of support.
1: I, and I think they'll try to spin it
0: just like they've yeah. just like they spin COVID, just like they whatever fucking narrative they want to run. They want to shove down our throats. They're going to shove it down our throats. Yeah. You're probably going to see the celebrities and the athletes and the fucking influencers come out and promote the war if that's what they want to promote that we need to go over there. But I don't think people are going to buy it. I just don't, and I hope, I pray that that doesn't happen. I pray that we don't have to ha- have a situation when we're thinking about going and putting boots on the ground and having World War III. I hope that it's the proxy war situation where, and I don't, I don't really like that situation either. No. We're giving all this aid, but out of the two choices, yeah. It's picking between the two evils. And I guess what, out of the two choices, let's go with that one. Because to me, yeah. that's worst case scenario saying we got to put boots on the ground. We're going to have a draft. Hope to God not, but we're going to have a draft. That's how they're selling it. That's yeah.
1: how they'll sell it. They'll sell it the same way that they've sold every the war in Ukraine. Is We are having the Ukrainians fight the war that the military industrial complex has always wanted to fight. But we're just fighting it cleaner We're not having to get our hands dirty. And I'll tell you something, all you Dems out there, you think that your hands are as pure as a wind-driven snow and you're the ones that care for everybody. What is happening with the Ukraine war? That is Democrat theology. The Democrats, more than Republicans, have forever wanted to humiliate Russia, destroy Russia, Russia's got to pay, that foreign policy that Biden's pushing, that is not that is not anybody else's but his. Now there's plenty of Republicans that are bought and paid for by the military industrial complex that are more than happy to do it. But that what's going on there is that what Biden has pushed, that is coming all the way lockstep with the the theology of that wing of the United States government. And that's the same thing you're going to see with Israel, um, and the Israelis have to defend themselves. They're in a horrible spot. I'm not saying they don't, but they're well equipped. I mean, fuck they. We've had their back for a
0: while. They're one of the most. I mean, they're advanced in a lot of ways. We're gonna
1: we're gonna keep having their back. Yeah, there's like you said, they're gonna give you the worst of two options, and it's gonna be we're gonna fight a proxy war, and this isn't gonna stop. Well, no, this that's
0: is, the best. That's the better out of the, the two It's the best op- of the worst of two Two, two options.
1: Yeah. But um, I just, I just, I don't know. People are starting to wake up and they need, and we say that all the time, but um, people are starting to vote with their money too. This is a story that I haven't seen anywhere other than I just happened to see it uh, in the Wall Street Journal. So Pfizer's... Uh, Pfizer's quarterly report or annual report, their profits are way off. And the reason they're way off is because nobody's buying, nobody's getting the booster shots. The amount of people that are getting the next round of boosters dropped way off. That fucking people, Travis
0: Kelsey ad fucking yeah, real age for you, did Travis? Mr.
1: <laughs> Mr. Pfizer didn't fucking help. Fucking dumb. But it's because people don't trust it. There's enough shit coming out about it that and the negatives of the COVID vaccine that people are like, eh, I'm not getting that. Well, it's,
0: and it's also just the shit that they told us.
1: Right. You're not going to
0: get the virus if you get vaccinated. That's total bullshit.
1: So that really jumped off, but that was just to say that people finally do, even some of the true believers that just are absolutely convinced the government that, yep, I believe in it, I voted for these guys, they're going to help, they're going to do it. Even a lot of those people are starting to say, I, you guys let me down. This is not right. Something's not right. I, nope, I don't believe in this. And you're going to see the same thing as this narrative gets pushed to put America third instead or, of taking care yeah. of the problems that we have. And I can't emphasize enough, we're broke. And anybody that says, you know, we're not, well, no, we are. The whole The problem is the whole world is broke. And the whole world has overspent. There is more debt in the world that than can be serviced unless you pretty much take everything from everybody, which may be what the World Economic Forum wants to do. But people at some point we have to get our house in order. And I can't believe that we aren't there isn't more pressure for that than what there is.
0: I just can't believe... Yeah, I'm so tired of just not putting America first. That's what I'm tired of. I'm tired of it. We haven't been doing it for however long now. And I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of... And I think a lot of people can relate. I'm sick of all the bad shit we got going on here and nobody's doing fucking shit about it. And we're worrying about other conflicts everywhere else. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of I'm tired of seeing the black squares and the free Palestine and... This fucking new trend that the the, that the media is shoving down my throat, I'm gonna get on it and I'm gonna do it for clicks. Like, where's the American flags getting posted? Where's the people saying we need to put us first? I'm not saying what's going down around the world and what's going down with the Gaza Strip, the Palestinians and Israelis is not is fuck. I'm not saying it's not fucked up. It is. It's sad. People are dying. Citizens, innocent people are dying. People are being kidnapped, and it's terrible. It is terrible. But that shit's gone on well, that's the other thing. forever, and that shit goes on in a lot of places when we don't even hear about it sometimes. And this and, isn't going to fix it. And this isn't going to fix it. It's not going to fix it. And we just continue to just put ourselves last. Put ourselves last and help these other countries. And I get it if you got a, you got the heart, you got a big heart, whatever. But at some point, you got to think about us here, your family here, your legacy here, your next generation with your last name, are we going to have a country? Are we going to have a stable country? Are we going to have the freedoms that we've all enjoyed? Are your kids going to have those? I don't know because we just keep getting put last over and over and over and over and over again. Over and over and over and over over again. I'm tired of it. I think that the title of this podcast might just be that
1: Sawyer's tired.
0: I'm tired of it. I am. I'm tired of not not the American the people we put in power not putting the American people first.
1: Yeah. Period. And one thing I will say uh that I wanted to throw in here is if you are if you are gonna think for yourself, you have to realize that there are people that you would generally agree with on a lot of things that are pushing their own agenda, that they are trying to get those clicks. They are trying to incite a certain reaction. And I'll just give you an example. Um, there was a guy on uh, TikTok the other day that was that had some blurb about, oh, okay, here's one. Just today, there's somebody that put a, a thing out about Chinese warships being in the Mediterranean, that the Chinese have sent warships in the Mediterranean.
0: Oh, after Taiwan.
1: Yeah. No, no, no. In the Mediterranean oh. around Israel. Oh, yeah. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. And yeah, the problem with that is they've been there since like, I don't know, May. And it's not, the Chinese Navy is not anything. People that get on this train about China, I'm one of the people that I think China's about ready to fall in a heap. They're the problems they have, the debt they have, the problems with their government, they get, they're getting weaker by the day. And their navy, their navy can't they can't do shit much past Singapore because they're not they're not equipped to they are not anything. People go about the number of ships that China has, you know, greater than the United States. Yeah, but they're like they're nothing. It's it's like it's nothing compared to a United States Navy battle group. Uh, and it's, that guy was just trying to get clicks. There was another one on there where somebody was talking about that the country of Qatar uh, was going to cut off oil exports uh, to the United States if we supported Israel or if Israel didn't get out of Gaza. Well, that, boy, well, you know, you hear that and you're like, oh shit, you know, oil's going up. Well, they don't export shit compared to the rest of the world. Like if they if they just quit exporting oil, oil prices go up. Like a dollar until somebody else produced more. And then the other thing is in the United States, consumption of gasoline in the United States has gone down. The re- gas around gas recently around here has actually gone down a little bit. And the reason is because consumption's down. We're producing less gasoline. We've had refinery problems. We've had this or that. But we're actually consuming less gasoline. Now, you can argue as to why we're doing that, probably because the price is higher.
0: Carpooling, maybe. Yeah, whatever.
1: (laughs) But you don't hear about that stuff. And that's why we say, you got to decide, are you just going to take all this stuff in at face value? Or when you hear a story that you go, well, that doesn't quite sound right. Or you hear a story that is out of the norm of what you usually hurt, Do you just read it and go, "Oh yeah, that whatever"? Or do you actually dig into it and do your own research, come to your own opinion? That's what you got to do because there is a lot of misinformation on both sides of. Well, there's a lot of narratives. Of there's a
0: lot of narratives, and there's a lot of objectives to those narratives for whoever's posting the article or writing the article or whatever. Just like there's narratives and agendas. By some people that probably want to pound the fuck out of that war drum and go, let's yeah. put boots on the ground versus let's fight a proxy war versus let's not fight. In a yeah, war. let's not do shit. There's all let's those. Pay kind of, our own yeah, man. let's get our shit figured out here. Back to the Israel thing though, we didn't talk about like it's just odd that they allowed yes, uh, Hamas to just come right over their border. And you had a good point about the three kind of the three things that. Like, we're going to look back on this, uh, this conflict and think, did they let them come over the border intentionally to
1: take back the Gaza Strip? Yeah. Did they let it happen because they wanted to go to Gaza and clean house? Were they absolutely just incompetent
0: and they totally fucked up and they didn't see this coming, even though the Egyptians warned them that supposedly they have the best military intelligence in the entire world? Or three. Or they pushed to do it. Somebody pushed them to do it. Yeah. Don't know. I can tell you what two I'm thinking it might be, but I'm telling you the one I don't. This one right here. I don't think that they... uh, This one? Yeah, this one right here. I did this. (laughs) I did this. One, two, three. This one right here. I don't Uh, think that they were incompetent and just allowed that to happen. I, I I don't think that... We've been, how many subjects, how many things have happened in the world and happened in this country where we go, well, it's just got to be incompetence. It's got to be incompetence. At some point we got to say to ourselves, no, they're not fucking dumb. They're doing this on purpose because there's so many things that it's just like, you have got to be a complete and utter idiot to do that or let that happen or do this.
1: So I think, that I, I think it's important to talk to remember that to remember that the Israelis let their their intelligence and their military along that border and the border itself failed them. failed them and I think that no matter how far this whole conflict goes I think at some point we've got to come back to the fact that that happened and we somebody we need to know why that happened. Because it would—honestly, it would be—the best-case scenario is that it was incompetence. And Because if it wasn't incompetence, then it's just another example. And if you're an Israeli, Israeli, people—Israeli—innocent Israelis died. And if it died from—if they died from incompetence, that's horrible. But if they died because the government let it happen to force a narrative— Basically, make it their 9/11 to give them the excuse to go into Gaza, and that's even worse.
0: Yeah, that is even worse. That's going to piss them off. Uh, But I was just going to say, not only did they let them across, but not they might not only did it fail them their border or whatever their intelligence, but the rate on which they like defended the people was so slow.
1: The the response time. The
0: response time was so slow. Yeah. So slow. Yeah. And it's funny that you said that, that, you know, they, this could be their 9-11. There was a
1: video of a guy. I don't know if he was the, I don't know yes, what he, he was. was. He was a military, um, uh, he was a spokesman. high up, Yeah. He was, yeah. He was a spokesman.
0: He was a spokesman for the Israeli military. And he was, he was saying, this is 9-11 Pearl and Pearl Harbor combined together. Yep. If you're an American watching, that's what it is.
1: Based on the population of Israel. Something yeah. like that. And it was just funny that you said that.
0: I I don't know. You got to ask why. You got to ask those questions. But just taking everything at face value and just accepting, oh, yeah, well, I guess these, you know, terrorist groups with AK-47s strapped some lawnmowers to their fucking back and flew flew over the Iron Dome and they had no idea that it was coming, even though they're one of the most advanced military intelligent countries in the entire world for however long they've been that it's just odd. It's just really odd to think about that. And I, you know, I hope and pray that stuff like that's not done intentionally to what at the end of the day, I hope it's not tyrants and powerful seats, forcing these outcomes and sacrificing people's lives for them to Push their narrative yeah yep. for, for them to benefit I really hope at the end of the day this isn't all just for tyrants to make a shitload of money or to force an outcome that they need to benefit them it sac- and, and and in turn it sacrifices a lot of innocent people's lives yeah um really hope not yeah I and at a point I mean I don't know like a lot of time we just, we just think, "Oh yeah, these little terrorist groups—they're the ones that just start up shit." And I mean, Ukraine, Russia—it's a little different. That's, I guess, you got world leaders going at it. But here, it's just like, I don't know, I don't know. I think a lot of times you just got to ask yourself, "Why? How are we let? Like, how does that happen? Yeah. How we let this? How do we let this terrorist group that's not as advanced come and just absolutely
1: blindside us when?" Whatever. I think that's one of the most important questions so far in this that's going to have to be answered. And at some point, it will get answered. The problem is, it's like most, it's like most of those. It'll be answered uh, far, far too late. And uh, I don't know whether lessons will be learned or not. But um, I think an interesting, an interesting side note to all this is, and this might or might not be, part of this whole narrative. Uh, last week, I think it's Remington. Remington runs the ammo pant the ammo plant called the Lake, and that's where I think all the five five six ammunition is made for the United States government and they overproduce there. So in other words, for that plant to run efficiently, they produce about thirty percent more ammunition than what the government uh, purchases from them. And they sell all that to you and me. So, um, you can buy that ammunition. They sell it through distributors. Last week, they announced that they are shutting that off, that they are not going to, they are not going to sell any of the ammunition they produce to, uh, wholesalers, to the citizenry. It's all going to the government. So that tells you one or two things. Either the United States government has decided that they're going to need a lot more 556, or the United States government has decided that we we have not been able to uh, ban guns, so maybe the way to do it is to just start choking off all the ammunition sales to where uh, you're not going to be able to find ammunition, and if you can find it, it's going to be so expensive that you're not going to buy it. And another interesting side note to that is The same week, or just a little ahead of that announcement, uh, the Hornaday ammo plant out in Kansas had an explosion that killed a woman in the primer facility, and it's shut down completely pending an investigation. So, uh, ammo's not going to get any cheaper. It's probably going to get more expensive. And then it's a self-fulfilling prophecy, because as soon as that was announced, uh, if you go on Brownells, just about every 556 out there of a brand that you know that you've heard of is out of stock <laughs> because everybody went click 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 and bought all they could and uh so if you're building that ar uh you might want to switch to 308 or 300 blackout <laughs> yeah. or... change the caliber <laughs> but here's the problem with that you know and there's a lot of people that bag on 556 um, and there's people that bag on 308 that .30-06 is a better round than 308. Um, yeah, it's true, but 5.56 is the most plentiful, and 308 is very, very plentiful. When you start, when you start, if you're getting a gun and your thought process is that if shit hit the fan, I want something that I can maybe pick up ammo or find ammo for you probably don't want to be running 300 blackout because you're going to find that shit anywhere Mm -mm. and there's a lot of old duffers out there that got a 30 30 30-06 hunt 30-06 hunting rifle i'm one of them but i sure don't have three thousand rounds of 30-06 for my bold action rifle uh 556 308 that's that's the most popular out there, and so that's why people build those guns. Um, so I don't know what I don't know what we're all going to do, but and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's a deal where they're going to run it like this for a while, and then they'll go back to selling it, or maybe it'll never come back. And the other problem we got is there's a hell of a lot of ammunition manufacturers that have all been sold to foreign companies that aren't even American owned anymore, and I imagine. I don't know anything about it, but my guess is that because of the chemicals involved in making gunpowder, machining metal, uh, using lead, I doubt that if I call up, uh, the better business bureau and tell them that I want to build an ammo plant, uh, when I start my permitting with the Iowa department of natural resources, I bet you that the list of the list of, uh, hurdles that you have to jump to do that is probably long enough that you just say uh fuck it ain't worth it you'll never get your esg score no, your down ESG on that score you can put all the solar panels and plant mm-hmm. all the trees you want and hire all the mix mix confused folks f- yeah you want yeah you, so it probably is not going to get any better so there again bush's baked bean cans to we just put a nice big bow on it I guess if you can't get, uh, ammo, if you can't get ammo, go buy them beans, baby, Baked beans.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I think the moral of the, this one is just (sighs) question everything, do what you can do at home. I would say we're definitely in some weird times in here in America and I would, uh, I would definitely stock up. If it was me, I would definitely stock up, uh, and just be weary, you know? question the narrative think think critically about what they're telling us and you know try to put American try to put America first um, try to do what you can in your own community of helping your neighbor and setting the standard you know we've talked about it a million times on this podcast before the other thing I would say is I just really hope that this isn't there isn't some sought after plan for this to be or there's there isn't a plan out there for this to be, you know, just the demise of America. I I hope there's not people out here that are that are our elected officials or or tyrants or elites that want America to fall because right now where we're at in this in this country with just everything going on and and not putting America first in every single facet you could possibly think of and dividing everybody in this country a million ways to, want, you know, just dividing us in every way that they can, it just seems like, man, somebody is methodically just trying to destroy America and destroy the belief in this country and the, the freedom in this country and the... The brotherhood, so to say, that people have in this country, we're just trying to just just erase it all. Uh, you could say that that's what they're trying to do with just everything that they've done thus far, and I just really hope that's not the case. And but at the same time, with the with the body of work that they've shown us the last few years. I wouldn't put anything past these people. I wouldn't put anything past the World Economic Forum. I wouldn't put anything past some elected officials. I wouldn't put anything past elites, world leaders. Um, you know, I wouldn't put anything past them. And I'm not trying to fearmonger anybody, but I'm just speaking into reality. You know, these are the things that I'm thinking about. These are the things that I think about when I see these stories. Is man, I really hope. That we can figure this shit out, and I really hope we can start putting America first. And I really hope there isn't people high high up people in this in this country and in this world that want to see death to America, or the demise of America, and put us in a vulnerable situation where we get conquered or we fall. Because in every way, in every facet, right now in America, we are not doing not every but a lot of facets in this in America right now. We are we're tripping up and we're failing, I feel like, and we're failing our people. And it's scary and we gotta just do what we can and we gotta vote, we gotta set the standard, we gotta prepare ourselves, we gotta become stronger because if there is a time where shit goes south, we need strong men and women, strong children even, we need, we need strong families to come together and face whatever's gonna be coming at us. So it starts with us and we outnumber them more than they outnumber us. So that's all I'll say. I appreciate you guys very much. We love you guys very much. Please do your own digging. You don't have, like dad said in the beginning of this podcast, we're just speaking our minds. This is the shit that we discuss at our kitchen table. The the discussions we have on Barn Talk is just like the discussions dad and I have sitting in the hog barn, sitting on a bucket between loading pigs. You know, this is the stuff that we talk about when we see it. And you can agree with it. You don't have to agree with it, but all I would just say is think. Don't take everything that these people, these these media companies, the government, don't take everything that they say at face value because we've been doing that for long enough and it's led us to the point that we're at now. So we got to do something different. We can't be definition and insanity is just to keep repeating the same thing over and over and expecting a different outcome. I mean that's where we're at right now. So, um, just do your own digging. We appreciate every single one of you guys that tune in every week. We appreciate all the growth, all the, all the awesome emails and comments that we get, um, from time to time of people just talking about how much they love the show and enjoy the show and can relate to the show. We appreciate you guys. We really, really do. And we love doing this thing. So, um, stay, keep your head up, Keep fighting for America, putting America first in your household. Um, Stay safe out there, and we'll see you guys back here next week for another episode.